0: Star Wars Action News, hosted by Marjorie and Arnie. Helping Star Wars collectors collect better.
1: Hello and welcome to Star Wars Action News. This is
2: Marjorie. And this is Arnie. And welcome back to the show. We couldn't be more excited. Toy Fair is just three days away. We are recording this as we are packing and getting ready to go to new york for our 15th year
1: something like that they all kind of blend together it's changed a lot since we started going there are a lot of companies that are no longer there they just don't show companies that have gone out of business companies that have changed and new companies so it's always interesting to go and see what's there and what's new coming out the one thing that has changed is we don't see a lot of speculative product like we used to companies used to make products on spec and hope that the licensee would pick it up at the show that doesn't happen so much anymore and i don't know if it's changing with the times or what's going on there
2: well the times changing could be disney licensing
1: Yes. I wonder if that is a big part of it, as I know that they like to keep things in-house and do different things. So I don't know. This will be a, a new time. I know last year they only let brick and mortar stores in there, so it was not very crowded. But I give Toy Fair credit with they change with the times rapidly on things like that.
2: So we will be bringing you coverage live from New York Saturday. We have Lego and Hasbro. Lego's a little later in the morning. I'm so happy. (laughs) It means I don't have to wake up before the sun.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. That was always such a trudge. You had to be there by 7 a.m., which means you had to get up and out the door by 6.15, 6.30, and you're not a morning person. I'm a night owl. Yeah.
2: I'm much better at 3 a.m. before going to sleep than I am at 5 a.m. after going to sleep. That is very, very, very true. You are not a morning person whatsoever. But then we have Hasbro in the afternoon. Hasbro we're going to talk about most of the show, but they're doing things interesting. You will be able to watch Hasbro live. Now, for all the years we've gone... We've never been able to video Hasbro. I remember a couple of years they confiscated our telephones.
1: Yes, they are very strict, and I get it, because a lot of the stuff is an exclusive reveal for the fan media event, and they want to keep it under wraps. And I think that given the wide-reaching abilities of information these days that they've had to, again, change with the times.
2: Well, they also show things that shouldn't be out on the web mm-hmm. i remember you know we got a snake eyes movie this year and i remember the last time there was a gi joe movie they showed us stills that we weren't you know weren't supposed to be out they weren't final and we see things like i remember we saw a clip of a my little pony show that isn't supposed to be out there
1: it wasn't a clip it was like 20 minutes of it.
2: It was almost a whole show
1: <laughs> friendship is magic it is however <laughs> i am not a pony person
2: so i wonder if this means They're going to be more restrained in what they're able to show, knowing that it's going to be live-streamed, but got to give them this. They're really trying to make this new Hasbro Pulse thing work, so you're going to be able to view it. They're going to be able to undercut every fan site, because we're going to be sitting there, not able to show video, and they will have the video on their site, and we'll be live-tweeting like crazy.
1: Yeah, so if you can't watch... It is on Saturday, so maybe you've got the kids that day or, I don't know, jury duty. I don't know how that stuff works. Maybe you go for your weekend stint in the county pokey. I don't know. You can't watch it. But we will be tweeting and Facebooking and Instagramming, which will just be pictures of our shoes because we can't take pictures. Yeah. Unless they're changing the rules this year since they're live streaming. You never know. Possibly.
2: And then. We will be down in the showroom floor after. We have a confirmed one-on-one interview with the Hasbro brand team. So send us in your questions so we know what to ask. And then on Sunday, we got Gentle Giant, now known as Diamond Select Toys, Kotobukiya, and more, whatever happens to be around the showroom floor.
1: Usually we just kind of meander. I do a targeted search for licensees that have Star Wars in their name because sometimes you can find things you didn't know about we always you know kind of poke around and see what's out there and sometimes it's just kind of fun to look around and see the toys are gonna hit big for this next year
2: but hasbro i feel like they've revealed a lot i mean are they going to be revealing stuff for 2021 because they did this european or world tour they went to mexico they went to canada they went to switzerland they went to germany and hit all these cons and revealed stuff at each con we know about several black series figures sith jet trooper count dooku commander bligh we know about a bunch of galaxy of adventure figures all this stuff coming out this spring all up for pre-order dooku with the force fx lightsaber and then just a few days ago they put up for order the vintage collection mandalorian imperial trooper transport vehicle
1: that's a mouthful
2: Now, that's kind of fun because it harkens back to the troop transport they made in the vintage series, you know, back in the day that was never in the movie, but that seems like it might have been a good reveal at Toy Fair. Then again, the Mandalorian season finale hit, so maybe strike while the iron's hot. We know they did that with Baby Yoda stuff.
1: Baby not Yoda.
2: Yes, the child.
1: Yes, which sounds weird, so I'm just going to keep calling him Baby not
2: Yoda. Yeah, and I'll just call him Baby Yoda, because if you say the child, I'm thinking Jesus.
1: Okay. I wasn't thinking that, but I, yeah, we're just going to Baby, not Yoda.
2: The child, the child shivers in the night. We should bring him goodness and light.
1: I don't know that. I'm sorry.
2: Christmas carols.
1: Oh, what Christmas song was that?
2: Do you hear what I hear?
1: Oh, I don't know the words to that, apparently.
2: <laughs> you don't hear what I hear at Christmas. I do not. So they revealed all of the child stuff that's going to be little figure two packs i think those are going to be like remember the porgs i was thinking the empire figures or galactic heroes
1: 2.2 Nah, those are bigger than well no
2: they're too big for three and three quarter inch scale and too small for black series scale
1: i think people are just baby not yoda thirsty and so everyone is rushing out to make these products i mean it's hitting hard and fast with all these pre-orders
2: so there's all of that out there what will we see i'm wondering if we'll see new clone wars figures given that the Final season of the Clone Wars. I'd like to call it the bonus season of the Clone Wars because I feel like we had a final season and now it's just brought back for one last gasp of air. Gets to be sent off nicely. Didn't work out so well for Twin Peaks, but I'm positive the Clone Wars is going to do it better. But that premieres the day before Toy Fair, so maybe they'll have stuff from the Clone Wars series to premiere. Maybe more episode nine figures. They didn't do very many, especially in three and three quarter inch scale. They could tie it in with the home video release. It's coming out on digital March 17th or 4K Blu-ray, regular Blu-ray, DVD, if you do that still.
1: Phonograph.
2: Nathan's going to buy them all, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Betamax, Nathan's there. That's Nathan P. Butler, who runs a YouTube channel devoted to every home video release of Star Wars. And... That home video version comes out March 31st. I don't know. I'm anxious to see what they have. My guess, if I were a betting man, (laughs) it's 2020. We're at the 40th anniversary of
1: Empire Strikes Back.
2: Yes. And so I'm betting, given how hot the retro figures were at Target this past year, that we'll be seeing an Empire Strikes Back wave of retro figures.
1: I would bet all kinds of money on that, and I would
2: bet on some neat things. And I wouldn't bet as heavily, but I might put a few chips on no new HasLab yet.
1: Yeah, because they're still making the Unicron, and Cookie Monster didn't make it. Yeah, which is sad because Cookie Monster's the best Waze Direction voice ever.
2: <laughs> but yet, I wasn't going to spend three hundred dollars.
1: Oh God, no! I don't need a Cookie Monster that bad. I no. would spend three. I wouldn't even spend three hundred dollars on cookies. <laughs> Jeez,
2: I just think that yeah, they're. I don't know why, but because the sail barge is still so fresh on everyone's mind and such a huge hit. Everybody who got it loves it, even if they can't like us have space to put it out right now.
1: There's a lot of turmoil over it though, which I think there needs to be some managing of expectations about certain things. But and people are now trying to garner support for other ones with Facebook groups, and it's it's interesting. I'd be interested to see if the Transformers fandom has the same kind of reaction that the Star Wars fandom did. Because some people were absolutely elated and just, like, wonderful. And other people were like, oh, no. I don't know why they did
2: that. So who knows? And you
1: can't make everyone happy.
2: I, I'm i a little skeptical of the whole Unicron thing, given that they extended it an extra 30 days to hit the goal. And, it, you know, that just... The barge hit the goal, you know? (laughs) The barge made it in the 30 days. So, I don't know. I just wonder if they'll do it. I'd just... I'd I'd put $5 on don't come for that. If you're a craps player, you know what I'm talking about. One thing I'm fully expecting to see, though, they announced it at San Diego Comic-Con. They said it's going to be out this year. One of the big topics of conversation last year at Toy Fair was the hyper-real Vader... I'm betting we're gonna see that hyper real Bespin Luke. Yeah,
1: I bet we do see that. And I'm really curious to see that in person
2: and how it looks. I talked with the Hasbro guys and I know I and several other fan sites were like, why not a Stormtrooper? But they had this idea, Vader comes on the Bespin base and they wanted to be able to set up a scene. And so you have Bespin Luke coming with his base so that you have a great pair and so I thought we haven't reviewed the Hyperreal Vader yet it's been out for a while but in anticipation of Bespin Luke let's take a look at the Vader so this is the Hyperreal Vader and I just want to say up top I think they did a remarkable job on the packaging they kind of need to this is an $80 MSRP figure now The day it went up for pre-order, Amazon had this for $60. I placed my order immediately because I saw the metal body last year at Toy Fair. I knew the articulation this would have, and so I was very excited for it. But I do have to say that Hasbro did send us this one for review, so I canceled my Amazon order and thank you to Hasbro and their PR company for sending us a Hyper Real Vader. You got this kind of window box thing going on here where, you know, Vader's black. <laughs> what? And so you can't really see him.
1: I will say that the black background and then the window box doesn't do any favors for figures that are uh, blend into the background is the problem.
2: Yeah, it's it's almost like he's peeking out from the shadows there. <laughs> the back shows him in the kneeling position, talks about the metallic endoskeleton ultra premium textiles highly detailed character likeness we'll see about that bespin luke <laughs> i got a high bar i mean for an 80 figure gotta be at least sh figure arts good and hopefully hot toys good here's seamless joints which we know about from the previous and then the front it's kind of got a wraparound design here as you go to the sides with the lightsaber and a very large close up of the figure itself. I mean, that's one thing you got to give this package. It looks like photos of Vader. These are all pictures of the toy. <laughs> it look like photos of Vader. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, do. there have been articles that posted photos of hot toys when they thought it was the actor.
1: Yeah, I know. I know that happens. Yeah. So
2: that's what I'm saying they're kind of doing here.
1: That's called BTI, blame the intern.
2: <laughs> then you open it up. So you see on the left side, we got Vader in his join me fist pose. And then over here, a ton of accessories.
1: A lot of hands.
2: Two, four, six, seven hands. It
1: always bothers me when there's yeah. an odd number. I Yeah, I feel like, yeah, no, no, that, that should definitely be an even number.
2: And then down here, there's a little bit of a force effect to represent. If you look right here in the middle, you can see different poses you can do with him with the base and the... Little blast effect. No, he's not shooting an ice sculpture from his hand. (laughs) I think that's representing when he deflects Han's blaster bolts. The Vader himself in the box. You see it's got the base behind him. And the Vader there. If you saw this on the shelf, Marjorie, you went to the store. 80 bucks.
1: A lot of it depends on where I'm seeing it. And this is no way saying anything bad about Walmart or Target. I have a Target problem. I think most women do. Most men do. But... I don't equate seeing a highly articulated quality figure on the shelf at Target and Walmart. Does that make sense?
2: Except they do sell higher end stuff at Target specifically, I think of. And Walmart too, they had the $100 remote control R2.
1: That's different. That is not a high end item. That is just an expensive item.
2: Sphero BB-8s were everywhere.
1: Again, no, I'm not... I don't think that's the same class of what I'm saying. I mean, I would just think this would be an expensive action figure. And I wouldn't see why it was $80. This This is a niche thing. This isn't a mass market thing. Does that make sense?
2: I would tend to agree, but, you know... And I haven't seen these at retail. I have only seen them through what are, you know, usually called the fan channels. Amazon, Big Bad Toy Store. So
1: that just proves my point.
2: Yeah. Okay. But... What I'm asking is, would you know, would this box tell you this is a premium item, even if you found it at a Target that deserves your $80?
1: How much were those Barbies? 50-ish? They're the same packaging as the Barbies.
2: They don't have all the It's
1: pre pretty, pretty similar because I just saw one of the Barbies. I saw the Leia Barbie and it's a very similar
2: Does the Leia Barbie say adult, adulte, adulto?
1: I did not check. That's languages. But what I'm saying (laughs) is, as a consumer, I would not see what the difference is. And I'd wonder why that one's $80. I'd buy my kid the $20 one. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not at all a parent. However, I know how parents think because my parents did not buy me things like that.
2: But this is not intended for your kid. I just said adult, adulte, adulto, not a child's toy. This is not something you'd buy for your kid. This is something you'd buy uh-huh. for your husband.
1: Yeah, and the difference is that that would be in the toy section at Target or Walmart. They, wouldn't, they don't have an adult toy section is what I'm saying. Whereas it <laughs> 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 Whereas it fits at some place like GameStop. You see what I'm saying? Yes.
2: If you saw this at GameStop, what would you think?
1: I'd wait for a sale. I'll be honest. I, I don't like to pay full price. Just me. But $80 is a little pricey for just seeing the box. If they had one out on display, I'd be like, okay, you know, maybe. But again, we'd have to open it up and take a look because I, I don't know. I, I think in this today, today's market, though, paying full price is.
2: I do hear what you're saying. I mean, I paid full price for the Skiff, the vintage collection Skiff. And then that
1: you can get for $20 right now.
2: I've seen them marked down as low as twelve. Ouch! So now they come out with a seventy, eighty dollar vintage collection troop transport. Wait, I'm—I'd be stupid not to. I usually, I always champion support the lines you want to make. But by the same token, when I paid sixty dollars for a skiff that went down to fifteen dollars at some Walmart's, I just—I'm going to wait on this troop transport. I feel mm-hmm. like there will be a sale, but. Back to Vader. Let's open him up and see what's inside. So he was a little bit of a trick to get out of the box.
1: He was. He had a lot of these little, the new plastic twist ties, or the non-plastic twist ties, I should say. Which it turns out, they're kind of like a tissue paper. They're two pieces of tissue-like paper wound together. So, I mean, if you wanted, you could reuse these for something. I'm not sure what. But that's what they are when you unroll them. I can't decide if I like them more or less than twist ties. At least twist ties, I could, you know, and it's done. These, you had to like, like untying shoes, but where your laces had broken off and it was too short.
2: Well, I think the key is they cut easily.
1: However, I didn't want to take a knife because his cape was back there and they were tied so tightly that I felt it was a danger.
2: I'll tell you right away, the packaging has one strong negative. The lightsaber was near his hand but it was through a couple of holes in the plastic that wrapped around him it's also not straight the the plastic warped the saber let's get a close-up here of the handle you can see there that it's starting to look more like Dooku's than Vader's it's got a little bit of a bend right there at the hilt it's you know straight here and then it goes up and then If you look at just the blade itself there's a little bit of a curvature down on that you see that right there it's just a little bent if you're selling a premium item i'm gonna review it like a premium item and if hot toys did this it would be unacceptable (laughs) the other thing i'll just go down the things that were immediate didn't likes this base is light flimsy and feels really cheap.
1: We just fill out the bottom of it.
2: This is probably used to link the base together with the next piece of the uh, base.
1: Yeah, this just doesn't lay flat either. Look at that.
2: And that was behind Vader in the packaging. Yeah. So it may have warped a little bit in the package.
1: I'm going to have to say this is a no. This is a brittle plastic so you don't want to try any like bend and pop kind of stuff with it. I'm afraid if you, even if you warmed it, it might snap, but it is disappointing that it's not heavier and not more flat.
2: And there's no pegs, and Vader has peg holes at the bottom of his feet here, so I thought for sure you'd have pegs for him, but admittedly, he's a well-balanced figure. I'm able to stand him even on the not-so-level base, and you'll see he stands pretty well. I don't know of too many figures black series or otherwise i could do that too
1: it's a bummer there's no pegs however as something that happens with pegs sometimes they look out of place and you're stuck to where you want to position them so i could kind of see why they didn't do it does that make sense kind of yeah
2: he's a heavy figure though i mean feel him
1: he's rather heavy and he's top heavy did you
2: notice Let me say i feel he's a little top heavy let's let's try balancing him um not too bad not so bad. But there's a metal armature in there, so that's what I think we're really feeling is the fact that, yeah, there's steel rods or some kind of solid metal rods in there.
1: Yeah, well, they had him naked out at San Diego Comic-Con last year because I was taking pictures and posting it to in- Instagram of naked naked Vader. So he, he's like almost like a T-1000 under there, but with no muscle looking things.
2: Now, one thing you noticed was the smell. This rubbery plastic here on the arms and things, I mean, it's a type of rubber that bends. So when you straighten it out, this is how you have invisible joints. There's a joint underneath the rubber, but when you just straighten it out, he has really stiff joints, I'll say. He's, you know, he's old. He fought the Clone Wars and continued, so...
1: Well, and he's part cyborg. I mean, come on.
2: Yeah, The joints are stiff, but very malleable, but this plastic here, it smells like one of the old pink erasers that you used to have back in grade school. Now, Vader's not one for a lot of paint, but you can see here, the paint apps on his chest are really clean. You can see they even bothered to put the silver buttons in between the red and white buttons and to outline this stuff with silver, and there's a nice two-tone going on here in the upper armor.
1: You know, I I have to give them props because I think the cape on this is one of the best capes they've ever made. If not the best cape they've ever made on a figure it, and I'm talking solely about his cape, not about his skirt. (laughs) This is just the cape. It's full enough. It's flowing. It lays right. They used a wonderful material on it that actually doesn't fray like some of the other ones do. Because a lot of times on the Black Series and even on the three and three quarter inch, they use just like this weird, well, it's whatever the factory has is when we've talked to them. But it's often a raw edge that phrase or it's like this weird lemay color. But this is a good solid black. It lays right. It looks good. I really like it. Now, his skirt is something else.
2: I never understood why, you know, Vader woke up in the morning and was like, cape cool you know it's just not enough let me also wear a half cape that you know from my waist
1: (laughs) yeah it's almost like he's this weird chef kind of thing i'm not sure not enough tattoos that's true i'm not sure what's going on with this and you know i've never explored in all my decades of star wars fandom as to what the heck that is but this one's like all jumbled. It's like the wrong size. It, it's bunching up when he sits down. It's just not the best. It's a different fabric too.
2: No, it fe- it feels thinner. Yeah. And if you look at how it's cut on the bottom, it's not exactly a clean cut. It doesn't look hemmed. Well,
1: the other one's not hemmed either,
2: dear. Right. But it looks cleaner at the bottom. It whereas does This like- one, this looks like I hemmed my pants myself with scissors.
1: It kind of does. Yeah. <laughs> it's not an even cut. And it doesn't flow or lay right.
2: But you look at this cape, it's a very clean cut. I mean, there's a little bit of jaggedness there, but by and large, that looks like a really clean cut.
1: The front is where the bottom skirt does not do it justice. You know, I tried messing around with that a little bit, and I can't get that bottom one to lay right. It's just not flowing right. I think it's bunched up under his belt, which doesn't come off.
2: So... It actually comes all the way down from here. It's actually right there on the front, and it goes all the way down the back from the neck.
1: I think that's how it is in the movie.
2: You know, I've never seen it like that, and...
1: To be fair, we've never seen his back.
2: Yeah, but the other figures I've seen has always just been a skirt. But they used a heavier fabric here, so I can. I think that's why it lays so much better right out of the box, whereas some of the vintage collection and even the black series figures you need to spritz with a little bit of water to release the
1: i would be careful with water on this because of the fabric choice and it might leave water spots
2: that's a good point
1: yeah i have to be very careful doing that and know what you're doing
2: but i'm saying on the jedi robes yeah sometimes you have to do that to release because they've been bunched up in the package one thing i also noticed is as i'm posing him here these are the fists he comes with. One is just closed fist, like when he's talking to Tarkin in A New Hope. If you watch the pre-special edition, he finishes talking but continues to shake his fist because the <laughs> words didn't match. Over here, though, we have the saber hand. But I was trying to put this in, and it was it's really loose in the hand unless you take the little saber ignition button and use it to wedge it under the thumb
1: but then he's holding it like a weirdo
0: is he though i
1: mean yeah he's like yeah no. i don't think
2: he looks that weird with it
1: okay from the side no but when the open palm is towards you it looks kind of ridiculous and i think you just fixed it a little better than what it was too
2: now one thing i'm going to give them a lot of credit on when we review figures a lot of times we complain because they have the good joints but then you've got pieces of armor that block it here his shoulder armor Is articulated so you can raise the arm up a lot without that armor being the stopping point
1: but then it kind of holds funny so you might have to kind of move that a little
2: Yeah. yeah if I move the arm back a little it will sit but it gives you this great range of motion with him and same thing with the cod piece you'll notice it's got some wrinkles to it but it allows for a great degree of motion. Now, I, I'm doing the splits with him. <laughs> I do think that he's going to tear in the taint area. Um, and he broke in half. <laughs> oh my god,
1: he broke! You broke Vader!
2: Oh my god, you broke Vader!
1: Let me see if I can put him back together. Oh,
2: yeah, I'm sure it'll just go right back on the peg. But
1: Now that's just really creepy. right? Yeah, it
2: feels like I'm making a Tim Burton movie right now. <laughs> All right, he went back together pretty easily. And you'll notice here too, the shin plate is its own piece, so you have full range of ankle motion and knee motion too. It's just kind of strapped on there like it would be on a real person.
1: Yeah, he's kind of like a bendum, but a lot better
2: mobility.
1: It's like a bendum with joints, if that makes any sense.
2: Yeah, I mean, it it's a it's got the range of a bendum, but it's actually jointed like a person. And I want to point out, the balance on him is really good. He's standing on a tiptoe right there. Mm. And he's holding it together. Now the hands, I figured out when I opened the box why there's seven. Because there's one single hand for the I'm keeping away Hans blaster bolt piece. Uh. And there's no reason. He's not going to be doing push-ups, so you don't need two hands. <laughs> That are both bent fully at the wrist.
1: That would be hilarious. So you got one arm behind his back when he does it then?
2: (laughs) And you get a lot of pointing figures. And then here's the other hand to hold the lightsaber. And because I'm an infant, I see this as the two for looking hand. (laughs) Or you take the finger and you put, you know, it goes in the hole.
1: Does he have the two-finger Disney point for when he's directing people around the theme park?
2: No, he then has the I'm forced choking you hand. Nice. And the Mega T figure, because I can't figure out. I mean, obviously this would be good for a lightsaber, but why is that little finger crooked out just ever so little?
1: He's trying to explain how big of a piece of wire he needs to fix this chest plate.
2: Mega Tor. Mega T. The hands come off at the wrist. Strangely, I was able to break him in half a lot easier than pull the hand off. (laughs) And it's just as difficult to get the hand on as it was to get his body back together.
1: He looks annoyed with you.
2: Is it that many expressions of Vader shirt?
1: No, he just has his head is pointed in such a way that he's very... Still not on.
2: There's the hole. There's the peg. Okay, it took a little more force than I was able to muster reaching around a camera, but it finally did give me that satisfying pop. But it took a little doing. What my biggest concern is, is this rubber here, I wonder about the longevity of it.
1: That's my concern too, is because the more you bend it and flex it, the weaker it's going to become. And I don't know if you've ever had bendy toys. You know, I love bendums. It's no secret but the bendy part does break down and this feels looser and obviously this is a higher quality it's more modern and everything but i do feel it's something to be concerned about with a lot of posing and using but i
2: think this also isn't a something to play
1: with like you pose it a few times and move on with your
2: life well if you feel it i did talk to the hasbro guys about this and my big concern was this rubber breaking down Because that happens to Hot Toys. If you look at the Hulk from Avengers 2012, it's hard to find one now, eight years later, that just the arms haven't rotted off. And that is the case on a lot of the Hot Toys figures. There's a lot of the female sculpts. They want to be jointless. The men, you can have joints. But the women, they're showing more arm. They're showing more knee. And so they want this jointless look, so they use the rubber, and the rubber breaks down. It just decomposes after a a short period of time. I'm not talking about how your vintage figures that are now 42 years old are starting to get a little sticky. I'm saying that in five years, there's holes in it. Now, Hasbro says this is a better material than that. So to translate, Hasbro says that's a better material than what Hot Toys uses. They say this will not break down, but if I touch it, just it feels a little sticky already.
1: I noticed that, but I thought it was just the material they use.
2: It probably is. This is brand new out of the box. It's probably the material they use, but it just makes me afraid about this breaking down. It makes me think about it breaking down, especially since it takes so much force to get the hands on and off. But like you said, this isn't something you'll play with. And it makes me wonder where, you know, if I look at this, what are the hints for where the line is going? I mean, like the Black Series, they're trying to make it so we only have to buy the figure once. They're not going to make us buy a New Hope Vader and then a Return of the Jedi Vader. Maybe as a con exclusive, if this line really takes off, we'd get a Force Lightning Vader San Diego Comic-Con exclusive or something. But with this hand, I mean, are they looking at a Bespin Han? They'd be... Ridiculous not to look at Stormtroopers and at Boba Fett and The Mandalorian now.
1: Honestly, I think rolling out non-human looking characters
2: is the way to go first. I'm very curious to see how this Luke looks. Likeness is everything.
1: It is, because if he looks like Sandy Duncan, no one's gonna buy it.
2: No, then it's just holiday special Luke. That's true. It looked exactly like Sandy Duncan. Yeah. Well, I kind of hate to do this, but I was trying to get him in a cool two-handed lightsaber pose, and I just can't get his right (laughs) hand on. This is going to take quite a bit of work. And looking at him like this, it makes me really wish they'd included one other accessory. You know what it would be? What? a little pop-on nub with some wires coming out of it so he looked like after Luke cut his hand off in Return of the Jedi.
1: That would be a fabulous idea.
2: Because I'm looking at this little nub and I'm like, well, Luke got a hit in. (laughs) Overall, the figure is good, but I'm disappointed. I'm really disappointed taking it out of the box. Having seen it at cons and moved the metallic body, I was like, this can move so many ways, and it can, but between the cruddy stand and the difficulty of putting the pieces on and that he fell in half while I was just trying to pose him. And I wasn't applying extra stress to him, as you guys noticed. I was just holding him up for the camera at the moment that his top fell off. I'm a little bit bummed about it.
1: Yeah, I wish the stand was more, especially if we're getting additional parts to join them together. And I think that's really a big black mark on it.
2: As is this bent saber. I mean...
1: Yeah. and I think that there's ways to do that so that doesn't happen.
2: And if yours didn't have a bent saber, let us know. And I'm really, as you see, trying to line up the hole with the peg, keeping the peg straight and just putting the hand on. But it took a lot of force to get that one to pop in. And so it's admittedly now, hot toys, it's difficult to swap the hands on too. So I may be being unfair here. It's sometimes they send extra pegs because you break the pegs. Here, the pegs are metal, so that's a plus. And the poseability is nice. The rubber, it just all has this little bit of a a wrinkliness to it. I think that's just to mimic the fabric. I don't remember. I mean, admittedly, I haven't inspected the costume up close, but I just don't remember having these kinds of horizontal lines across the sleeve. But that is sometimes what happens when you take something that is idealized on screen and try to make it real. It You know, outfits bunch up in ways Mm -hmm. that they CGI out from the actual films in current films. Obviously, they didn't CGI Vader until episode three and, of course, Rogue One. But, you know, I just, I think they did... An admirable attempt here. I just wish it had something to make me love it. And it's a good sculpt. I think it will look good displayed on a shelf. Is that $80 worth? I mean, I think back to the centerpiece line. And those weren't $50 worth, but they didn't pose. This poses. How often are you going to repose it?
1: I think this would be cooler than the centerpiece.
2: Oh, absolutely. But it costs more. And here I'm trying to get him into the what is thy bidding my master pose. And he's pretty close, you know, I got the knee bent, I got the ankle. It's a little off to the side. Oh my
1: God, it looks like he broke his leg.
2: Well, that's what you kind of got to do to provide a tripod with an action figure. It
1: looks like he was riding with a speeder with his foot up on the dash and he got in an accident.
2: Ah, there we go. It's kind of (laughs) there, but it's, I don't know, kind of Quasimodo.
1: Kind of.
2: Oh, he's done. And so are we. That's our show. But I can say I'm still interested to see what the Bespin Luke looks like. Because I think with some time and some effort, I could get Vader into a really cool pose. Will Bespin Luke look better than any Black Series figure they've ever done for Luke Skywalker likeness? That's the bar. But follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're going to be bringing you all the coverage from Toy Fair this weekend.
1: Yep, and we will see you soon.
2: Thanks for joining us.
0: Thank you for listening to Star Wars Action News. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can find pictures of the toys reviewed... Chat with other Star Wars collectors and find hundreds of Star Wars Action News episodes at our website, swactionnews.com. We want your feedback on Star Wars Action News. You can email us at show at swactionnews.com or post your thoughts in the Star Wars Action News forums at swactionnews.com, the most friendly forums on the web. You can also find Star Wars Action News on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. The links to our social media sites are at SWActionNews.com. You can also help out our show by telling your friends to listen, by posting on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or in person. We would also greatly appreciate a five-star review written on iTunes. A link to our iTunes feed is at SWActionNews.com. You can also send us your latest store reports, figure reviews, and more email us at mp3 or iphone voice memo at show at swactionnews.com all content received is subject for use on the show star wars action news is not affiliated with lucasfilm limited the show is created by star wars fans showing their love of star wars star wars and all the star wars universe contains is trademark and copyright lucasfilm limited a subsidiary of the walt disney company all rights reserved